It's Wednesday, September 19th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we are honored to be joined by Jennifer Phillips, our special guest, and Brian and Jennifer uh, recently in the last five or six years have brought Lucy home, uh, and Lucy was uh, their little girl who they adopted from China, and Lucy's adoption was was a bit abnormal uh, because the Phillips at the time were living overseas as an expat family, and they had to finish their adoption in the U.S., and immigration uh, for sure took a, a little bit longer. It was a little bit harder than they expected, and through that and through that struggle, Jennifer actually wrote the book Bringing Lucy Home, which was a, a bestseller, especially among adoptive couples, uh, just because I think so many could identify with the struggles and with the lessons that the Lord was teaching uh, this sweet family. And so we're honored that Jennifer is, uh, now that they're back in the States, is a part of our team and helping us. And one of the things that we even want to talk about is, you may know or you may not know, we have a 30 Days of Hope going on right now, which is an online uh, org- uh, online group of about 50 families that are going through Jennifer's other book, 30 Days of Hope. And re- uh, replying to each other and, and just a board where Jennifer is able to give her feelings and give feedback. And so first, Jennifer, thanks for being here. And just tell us a little bit about bringing Lucy home and how really all of this started. Sure. And thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be here today. Um, yeah, so we uh, adopted Lucy. She was 15 months old at the time in, uh, at Christmas time in 2013. And... Um, that made us a family of six. We have uh, three other biological kids. And like you said, we were living in Australia at the time, but needed to go to the States to um, to just complete some paperwork, passports, things like that. And our, uh, our process was halted um, unexpectedly. Mm. And it led to a much longer process, a time when our family was separated and we didn't really know the way forward. And so it's funny, I was um, I was blogging about our adoption and our last night in China, I told my husband, well, I guess that's it. That's the last time I'll write my blog. I don't really have anything else to say. You know, we've completed our process. That's it. And little did I know that that was just the beginning of how the Lord wanted to, um, to use our story and the things that he wanted me to write. So during the time that um, we were kind of going through these struggles and didn't really know the way forward, um, God just gave us a beautiful gospel parallel because here I had my new daughter who at the time really didn't want anything to do with me. She would lean back as far as she could go to, to get away from me, um, wasn't used to being held close or wasn't used to me at all. And I really saw myself in her because in the struggles that we were going through in our process, I was leaning back from the Lord as far as the ways that I could go saying, I don't like this. This is not good. Give me a different plan. And as I started to lean in and trust the Lord, really at the same time, Lucy started to lean in to trust me. And I really just, the Lord took my understanding of the gospel just to, to new depths of um, seeing myself in her and seeing the beauty of what does it look like to lean in and trust, even when you don't understand, even when you can't see the way forward, 
um, to trust that God is good, that he is faithful, that he will continue to be faithful. And so as my relationship with the Lord is deepening and strengthened, this fragile little relationship with Lucy began to strengthen and deepen too. And so I, I started to kind of write out of those experiences. Yeah, and I know even as we were helping you here and helping with different situations and scenarios and reading the blog, so many people just started connecting mm-hmm. to what you were writing. And uh, I'd have to say you're an accomplished writer anyway. And yeah. so people were really connecting with those words. It was so well written. Talk about how the process of, okay, so these blogs have gone, all these people are following the story, that this comes forth to a book. Yeah. So... Um when we finally made it home to Australia, um, I kind of had that thought again, well, that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm done. It's a vulnerable thing to continue to put yourself out there and to share your story, to share your weaknesses, your struggles, doubts. Um, and so I thought, well, that's it. <laughs> and we can keep going. But, you know, people kept, who had followed us, kept contacting me saying, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. Here's how this is ministered to me. You should turn this into a book. And I really just prayed about it. And the Lord kind of pried my hands open in that way. And I said, okay. And so I kind of took our experience, those blogs, and um, and that's how Bringing Lucy Home came about. And I know, you know, Brian, who obviously had duties there in Australia, was a huge encouragement as well mm-hmm. to you and your dad as well to Absolutely. write and to do this. and. Uh, I know that so many people have been blessed by that book because even like we've talked before, not everyone has the same catalytic moment that you guys did with an immigration process mm-hmm. that opens up your eyes to other things that are happening in the adoption mm-hmm. process. But there is always a catalytic moment yep. and those struggles are all very similar. They may manifest themselves differently, but they're very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the beautiful thing is that people can relate to that mm-hmm. so well. And I love the way that you point them back to the word and back to the gospel. And so that then developed into this 30 Days of Hope. So talk about the transition from, okay, we've written Bringing Lucy Home. So many folks are responding and uh, Mm -hmm. are are really high praise for that Mm -hmm. goes into this 30 Days of Hope. Yep. So actually a a publisher got a hold of Bringing Lucy Home and reached out to me and said, hey, um, would you, we've been looking for someone to write a book to encourage adoptive families called 30 Days of Hope for Adoptive Parents. Would you be interested in, in doing this for us? And I was like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because as I was able, you know, kind of to have these individual conversations with people who have been ministered to by our story and bringing Lucy home, I thought, how great to, to be able to do that even on a broader mm-hmm. scale. And you know, I thought about books I've read, like what are the kind of books that really resonate with me the most? Is it the ones that share the pretty, glossy, you know, kind of side of things? Or is it the raw, vulnerable, like this is beautiful, but this is also the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And how do those things work together? Like those seem to be, you know, contradictory, but yet in the Lord's economy, they work together in a beautiful way. And so, I kind of thought through, I've got 30, 30 days, 30 topics. What are the things that in my own experience, um, what are the truths, you know, about adoption and, um, you know, that encouraged me and how would I want to be encouraged if I was an adoptive parent reading this book? And so that's kind of, I just wrote out of struggle. I wrote out of vulnerability, you know, 
always, always bringing it back to the beauty of the gospel, the beauty of adoption, but always wanting to remember, you know, adoption's born out of heartache and loss and brokenness. You know, this is a beautiful redemptive process, but let's mourn and grieve at the same time too um, and see the holistic view of it relationally and spiritually. Yeah, and I think what a blessing too that this work has been. I remember when you first called me and told me that you had this, had been asked to do this. One of the things that was so needed is we have so many books now that are calling people to do gospel-driven justice, to adopt, to be a foster parent. But there's very few resources. And really, 30 Days of Hope is still one of maybe a handful of resources outside of like even the connected child and other yeah. things. But really, the only resource that goes back to Scripture that says, okay, you've done this now. Mm-hmm. You've followed the call of the Lord to care for the orphan, the widow, and the vulnerable. And there's still brokenness, and there's mm-hmm. still heartache, and there's still suffering. Let's minister to your soul. Mm-hmm. And I think in Christendom, that's such a... It's such a missing thing. We call mm-hmm. people. We know how to call them to missions, to, mm-hmm. to going next door. But what's that next step? Okay, I've followed the Lord. And how do I trust in the Lord for the next step? And that's mm-hmm. what I think is just so beautiful about this devotion and this book. Mm-hmm. So we've had the opportunity now to get an online community. And this is going on. It started the beginning of this month in September. And it's mm-hmm. going to go on throughout the end for folks who are reading 30 Days of Hope to comment each and every day and and you've been able to put some resources on. So I know it's the 19th, but if folks still wanted to jump in on that last 11 days, how could they? And just tell us a little bit more about this online community. Sure. So um, this community, it's a Facebook group called The Gathering. And basically, um, so these are families really from all over the states. They're in all different stages of the process. So we've got people who have just completed their home study. You know, we've got people who... Have, their children have been home for years. And um, and so what we do is we read a chapter of the book every day, and they're so short. Like, you can, mm-hmm. re- you can read, a, you know, a chapter in less than five minutes, really. And then I just post, you know, some thoughts about that. Sometimes I do it, in, you know, with a video. but And then just some questions for us to talk about in the comments. And, uh, and it, I think my favorite part about it is to is seeing the families encourage each other. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, "Oh yeah, me too. I've felt that way too, or I've been there, and this is what God used to encourage me." And that was really my hope for the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, I'm kind of the um, I'm kind of the catalyst for it, but really, the beautiful work is happening between the families in the comments, talking back and forth about their own stories, and just. I love the beauty of give, being given a space to share your story, mm-hmm. too, and with people that really want to listen right. and hear. So um, it is not too late to jump in. Uh, the content is there um, on the Facebook page. You can go back and see day one, two, three, four. Um, you can jump in at any time. And uh, our, my publisher has been so gracious to give uh, members of this community a special discounted price for the book. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to Lifeline org slash 30 days of hope register that way and get a discounted um, copy of the book and, and jump in and even if you jumped in the last day you can still mm-hmm. go back and read everything and comment as much as you want yeah that's a great thing about this medium is even if you jump in today you could still go back and see that content <clears throat> I think the great thing that's happening as well on this online community is it's it's, it's not just saying hey, that's me 
But and this is what the book does too. But what you're commenting is leading them back to the word, mm-hmm. leading them back to the spirit. That let's not just wallow in mm-hmm. our struggle, but let's go back to the source of true hope. And so, if someone would like to get that discounted price on the 30 Days of Hope, uh, and that's a 6.99 price, which is a fantastic price. Like uh, Jennifer said, you can go to lifelinechild.org backslash 30 the number three zero days of hope. So that's lifelinechild.org the number 30 days of hope. And so that'll give you that special pricing for the book, but it'll also give you access to that online adoption community. So it's not too late to join. And if you would like to get involved with another online community, let us know by emailing us at info at lifelinechild.org that you might be interested in another community. We can't promise that it'll happen in 2019, but with that feedback, that'll let us know that there's still interest to continue to do this. So Jennifer, I know that you know, bringing Lucy home and 30 Days of Hope wasn't the end, and it isn't the end of your writing. Uh, and I hope even in this next book, you also were able to co-author a book called Getting Off the, or Unhitching from the Crazy Train. So yeah. talk a little bit about that book as well and how mm-hmm. people can get that copy. Sure. So um, a counselor and teacher named Julie Sparkman, she um, has been really influential in my life. Um, she had produced some material, um, one study called Idle Addiction and another Unhitching from the Crazy Train. There were two lecture series mm-hmm. that she taught. And really, honestly, next to the Bible, the Lord really used those studies more than anything else to deepen my understanding of the gospel. And uh, so she reached out to me um, a few years ago and said, hey, you know, would you be interested in helping turn Unhitching from the Crazy Train mm-hmm. into a book? And I was so excited to do that um, because what Unhitching from the Crazy Train does is says, you know what? It's not the chaos of life mm. that's making us crazy. <laughs> it's the fact that we have a picture in our heads of how life should go. Mm. And we hitch ourselves to that picture and we try to force people and circumstances mm. into that picture. Mm. It's kind of like, what do we do with unmet expectations? Mm-hmm. And I've walked through this <laughs> over and over again, you know, not just with our adoption process, but living overseas. And um, I've seen over and over again how I can be sucked into this downward spiral of anxiety and um, and despair when life reality does not match my picture of how it should go. And so there are um, wonderful tools in this book, perspective, and kind of the same as 30 Days of Hope and bringing Lucy home, it's like, here's the reality, here's the truth, mm-hmm. and here's the hope. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to walk in the despair. We don't have to stay there. What God calls us to is a steadier life um, that's rooted in Him, not in, you know, what how we think life should be. And I think the great thing about all three of these resources, and I know uh, that my wife Ashley has loved uh, Unhitching from the Crazy Train and has given this to all of her sisters and um, and, and encourage them to read it because I think it's, it's again, such a good thing because so many of us follow what the Lord commands and then it's harder than we ever expected mm-hmm. it to be. We have this primrose idea of, well, if I'm following the Lord, it's mm-hmm. like he's just going to open the gates and you're going to see angels going and it's going to be <laughs> fantastic. But we know that darkness is always against light. And mm-hmm. so when we're going in the light and the way that the Lord wants us to go, the darkness is going to try to attack. And what do mm-hmm. we do with our souls? And I love, I just love that the Lord has used you to write these things because you and Brian have been so faithful to follow the Lord. Brian with Campus Outreach and I mean, even uh, you at Save a Life uh, when you first went and then going to Australia 
and following the Lord there and then following the Lord in adoption. So your lives have been about ministry and mm-hmm. such an honest perspective to say, when you follow the Lord, it's not always easy, it, but there's always great hope. And that mm-hmm. is the fantastic truth about the Lord is even though he says it's not easy, I'm always going to give you a way out mm-hmm. and I'm always going to give you my presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way out is my yeah. presence. I'm there through you in the fire. And so Jennifer, thank you so much for being faithful uh, how can people get these three books? We already told them how they can get 30 Days of Hope. But if someone want, hasn't read Bringing Lucy Home or Unhitching from the Crazy Train, how can they get these books? They are all available on Amazon and really at any bookstore as well. But Amazon's probably your easiest bet. Okay. And so also, you know, with four kids and a husband in ministry, uh, buy the book. So uh, do it as soon as you can. Well, thanks for joining us, Jennifer, and thanks for uh, being a part of the Defender Podcast. And like we said, if you'd like to be a part of this 30 Days of Hope, you can go to lifelinechild.org backslash the number 30 Days of Hope. Again, that's lifelinechild.org backslash 30 Days of Hope. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.